Thank you very much, John, and thanks, Kate, for this great presentation we just heard. Um, so, yeah, I will speak about UN peace building and the pursuit of multi-ethnicity in Kosovo. Um, my presentation <clears throat> is based on part of my doctoral research in which I study the period following the 1999 war in Kosovo and specifically the ways in which international organizations were committed to building a multi-ethnic state there. So um, I will start by giving some context to the UN's role in post-war Kosovo, and then I will explore what I call the pursuit of multi-ethnicity by the UN and other international actors. Um, I will illustrate this commitment to multi-ethnicity with reference to one specific policy area, which is the return of displaced persons. Um, and as my presentation will illustrate, the idea of multi-ethnicity while consistently present in the UN's discourse on Kosovo, actually remains largely unspecified. And therefore, there are various different understandings of multi-ethnicity, which are negotiated in policymaking by the UN in Kosovo. Um, I will show how, despite this commitment being a constant feature of the UN presence, the concept itself had to be negotiated and adapted to the strategic realities on the ground, and therefore shifted over time. Um, <clears throat> in terms of data, my work is based on the study of, of documents, policy documents, speeches, and complemented by interviews which I conducted with local and international policymakers who worked in Kosovo between 1999 and 2012. Um, so first, a bit of context. Um, I don't know how much the common ground is on, on this case here, but just briefly, during the 1990s, Kosovo, um, and previously, was an autonomous province within the Republic of Serbia, which itself had been part of Yugoslavia. Uh, until its violent dissolution in the 1990s. And it had a majority population of ethnic Albanians, and its largest and most significant minority were the Kosovo Serbs, alongside smaller minorities, including Roma, um, Bosniaks, Gorani, and others. <clears throat> in 1999, the armed confrontation between the Kosovo Liberation Army and the Yugoslav security forces in Kosovo escalated significantly, leading to a large-scale humanitarian crisis with hundreds of thousands of displaced persons. And after a number of failed international attempts at diplomatic resolution of the, co of the conflict, um, eventually NATO intervened in March 1999, which paved the way for the UN presence in the form of the United Nations Interim Administration Mission in Kosovo. The logo is there. It's short, short for UNMIC. Um, so UNMIC was created through U UN Security Council Resolution 1244, adopted in June 1999. And it was tasked with creating a civilian presence on the ground and maintaining peace and creating a functioning democratic interim administration pending the resolution of uh, the determination of the province's final status. This was an ambitious move in re resolution 1244, which granted UNMIC all powers of government, uh, including legislative, executive, and judicial. Um, so this was quite unprecedented for the UN, both in terms of UNMIC's size as a mission, as well as in the extent of the powers it enjoyed, which turned Kosovo into a de facto UN protectorate. Um, UNMIC took on this task in the following years in collaboration with other international organizations. And during these years following the war, UNMIC worked on rebuilding Kosovo's institutions and infrastructure, while attempting to find a solution to the ongoing dispute between Kosovo's majority Albanians, its minority Serbs, and Serbia, um, regarding the future status of the province. When you study the many policies pursued during this post-war period by the UN, it becomes evident that multi-ethnicity was at the heart of the UN's peace-building efforts in Kosovo. There is a consistent discourse by the UN about the need to ensure, retain, or restore Kosovo's multi-ethnic character. This vision touches on various policies pursued by UNMIC during the period. 
Um, just as an example to illustrate how important, how central this was, uh, the final document which came out of the negotiations on Kosovo's status, conducted in 2006 and 2007, commonly known as the Atisari Plan, makes several references to Kosovo's multi-ethnic character already in its first article. So it says that it is a multi-ethnic society and that its national symbols and flags and so on should reflect this multi-ethnic character. However, this commitment begs the question of what is meant by multi-ethnicity. So, as I've mentioned, despite its prominence in the discourse, it remains rather unspecified. And what could be meant by multi-ethnicity in the context of a place like post-war Kosovo, which remained largely uh, very starkly divided along ethnic lines? So could this mean simply the presence of different ethnic groups in the territory? Or does this concept entail an element of inter-ethnic cooperation to make it truly multi-ethnic? Uh, does it entail, for example, a neutral civic idea of citizenship? Or does multi-ethnicity mean the constitutional recognition of different ethnic groups? Um, the reason I'm questioning what this might mean, uh, what, this, what might be meant by the concept, is because the literature on peace building suggests that the idea is not without its own inherent tensions. Some of the policies pursued in the name of multi-ethnicity in a post-conflict setting can become controversial given the risks of reinforcing ethnic divisions or security dilemmas. So diversity in post-conflict contexts has been the subject of an existing literature, specifically that looks at the tools of, of conflict regulation and resolution, which cover territorial and institutional approaches. Um, for example, McGarry and O'Leary offer a typology of various tools which they um, <clears throat> base into two categories. So a peace-building measure might fall into a category of elimination of difference or the management of difference. <clears throat> the various policies which the UN pursued in the name of multi-ethnicity in post-war Kosovo fall along this spectrum, which could range from so-called integrative or assimilationist approaches, which aim to blur division between groups, to more recognition or separation-based ones, uh, which are underpinned by an assumption that it is precisely after conflict that group identities need to be recognized um, to ensure stability. Um, I'll now turn to a specific policy area of returns, which I mentioned. Um, from my study of the UN documents, speeches, and as well as from my interviews with former UNMIC staff, uh, I can conclude that the return of persons displaced by the war and the violence following the war, and particularly the return of minorities, was understood as key to ensuring Kosovo's multi-ethnicity, uh, which is why I described policymaking in this area as a manifestation of the commitment to multi-ethnicity. Um, and the fact that supporting minority returns was a key priority for the UN might seem obvious because to ensure that Kosovo would be multi-ethnic, Serbs and other minorities that were displaced uh, would have to return. Additionally, however, the spatial distribution of return became crucial. And by that I mean where in Kosovo the returning minorities were settling down. So the question for ONMIC was, became uh, whether to support only return of minorities to their homes of origin irrespective of whether they would be in a local minority there, or whether they would also, how they would stand vis-a-vis -vis these newly emerging Serb enclaves, where minority returnees were forming a local majority. So the question was whether to actively seek a remixing of the population or not. From Amik's point of view, the fact that most of the spontaneously returning Serbs, so those that came on their own initiative and without UNHCR assistance necessarily, decided to settle in ethnic enclaves, rather than in some of the previously mixed towns and villages, was seen as highly problematic. Um, there was clearly a desire to reverse the homogenizing effects of the war. So in terms of 
conceptualizations of multi-ethnicity, the idea of minorities returning to their homes of origin would suggest a commitment to a notion of multi-ethnicity as integration between groups, which people living in mixed towns would potentially enable. On the other hand, return to enclaves would suggest that multi-ethnicity could also be achieved if groups live in a segregated manner, so long as there are minorities on the whole. Despite the many challenges on the ground for minor minority returnees, so these included, for example, some serious security concerns in majority Albanian areas, as well as the problem of property restitution, Anmik worked on the basis of a right to return to one's home of origin, which had been enshrined in its mandate in UN Security Council Resolution 1244, which I mentioned. Um, this was understood as part of the pursuit of a multi-ethnic Kosovo, and we see this over in the documents and in the speeches. Um, for example, this is what I show here is an Anmik concept paper on sustainable returns from 2002, which clearly prioritizes this return to homes of origin. So it reads, I quote, the concept of relocation, including proposals for clusters of new settlements, is not conducive to the long-term goal of promoting a multi-ethnic society and will not be endorsed by ONMIC, end quote. So concretely, this meant that the funds that were available for returnees in support, for example, for rebuilding their homes or livelihoods in, uh, once they returned, were reserved to those willing to return to their homes of origin. The policy was thus aimed at reversing the pattern of ter territorial segregation that was taking shape. The UN's discourse around this indicates that multi-ethnicity was understood as more than just the presence of minorities in Kosovo. It was understood as entailing a level of integration between the communities. However, in general, it must be said that in those first few years, the numbers of returnees remained very low, uh, and Anmik was recognizing this and seeing this as a, as a clear problem. Um, <clears throat> We move a few years on. I can't go into a lot of detail uh, about this, but many, some of you might know that in two, 2004, riots erupted in Kosovo, which took the, most of the international community quite by surprise, and which led the UN to sort of evaluate the way forward for UNMIC. Secretary General Kofi Annan had commissioned a special envoy, Kai Aide, to produce a report evaluating the situation on the ground and suggesting ways forward. Uh, and I'll now show part of this report, which um, the report pointed out the problems inhibiting minority returns and, and flagged this as a key priority where ONIC had failed to um, achieve uh, its goals. And it mentioned many of the problems on the ground, such as I mentioned repossession of land, access to services, discrimination, and so on. None of these insights were new. They had been mentioned in many previous documents uh, internally and they were publicly available. So this was common knowledge. However, this report also stressed another factor, that the return process, and it's up there the quote, is hampered by the fact that assistance is only provided to those who return to their home of origin. A more flexible policy of assistance should be considered to support the return of people to where they can live and not only to where they have lived, end quote. So accordingly, the policy was then revised. What's interesting, though, is that this reevaluation, which we see in this report, was was also framed in the name of multi-ethnicity. In fact, the key message of Ida's report was the lack of progress Anik had made on multi-ethnicity in Kosovo. And this was, this was the priority that he considered for the way forward. Um, some critics have evaluated this policy shift which, which came after this report as an acceptance on the part of Anmik of the reality of segregation on the ground and have claimed that Anmik gave up on multi-ethnicity. Um, however, I think rather than giving up, this change represents a shift in conceptualization of multi-ethnicity along the spectrum which I described earlier. 
towards a notion that is closer to the recognition or separation end of the spectrum. Uh, in my research, I've been able to observe similar shifts over the post-war period and negotiations over this concept of multi-ethnicity in other policy areas. Probably most notably here, although I can't go into a lot of detail, are the debates around decentralization. So there the question was about whether and to what extent to sort of institutionalize these enclaves that had been created and whether to turn them into new Serb-majority municipalities. Um, and essentially what happened is that at the beginning, uh, it was considered very controversial, the, the policy of drawing new administrative boundaries to recognize these realities. However, um, it was long resisted, but it did end up as a core feature of the conflict settlement in Kosovo. And in fact, it was framed as well as necessary for ensuring Kosovo's multi-ethnic character. Um, so in conclusion, the UN remained committed to multi-ethnicity in Kosovo throughout the period in question, and this commitment was really central to its vision for post-war Kosovo. However, because this commitment last, lacked specification, we see a shifting and at times competing notions that played out in UN policy. The UN and Kosovo shifted between notions of multi-ethnicity that imply integration and a blurring of divisions, and notions that allow for policies of recognition and to some extent separation. Thus, while there is this constant commitment, to multi-ethnicity for reasons that I explore elsewhere in my research to do with the UN self-image, uh, legitimacy concerns, and assumptions about diversity more generally. The concept of multi-ethnicity itself is rare, rarely specified further, and it's in fact ridden with some tensions. The UN thus had to negotiate conflicting understandings of multi-ethnicity, ranging from more integrative to more recognition-based approaches. And I suggest that this has led, has led to some inconsistencies in the international pursuit of, multi, of a multi-ethnic Kosovo. Thank you very much.